You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 471st episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in the city beautiful of Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in the city beautiful Holyoke, Massachusetts. You guys, we've, we're officially in road season, technically, but it feels yeah. like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It feels like we're getting out of the doldrums. No, no the train's coming straight at us, my friend. Oh. Just when you thought cycling was around the corner. Oh, no. Um, pro cycling. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's still here. It's here. I don't, I don't know what else it, to say. It there. was like, yeah. I had a great time last week. Uh, here the other day. Yeah. But it is I, supposed to snow like five yeah, inches so, or something in a couple of days. So. so, I mean, it's, yes, cycling. The pro road season is around the corner. We're getting out of the doldrums, which means it's time for the annual uh, Slow Ride podcast discussion on World Tour kits, both men and women. We're excited to do that later today, or later mm-hmm. on the episode. Um, it was a bit of an anniversary for us this week in the world that about 20 years ago... About, I think exactly I started, 20 years ago. I, I started hanging out with you three on the cold, hard streets of Minneapolis as a bike messenger. <laughs> yeah, wait, the, point, the point stands. This point the stands. point stands. The three of us just, just, <laughs> yes, yes, just, just crush it. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to talk yeah. in third person here. Just the young, the young rookie that I was showing up on my surly cross check mm-hmm. bar end shifters. Mm-hmm. Little guy talked to me because I, I accosted l- little guy at the track, I think a little bit before because I, I was in the, I was in the minor leagues, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I was slinging subs for Jimmy John's. Yeah, those are the minors. Wanted to then. get the call up, getting wanted to get called up to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, things were great. And then one day I got the call to the show and then I saw Spencer Howell in that sick cherry red KHS frame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm go- for some reason I want to talk to that dork. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I'll buy it from you. And you're like, Oh really? I'll make money off this newbie. <laughs> I would have, but I you, said, no, that Jimmy John's paycheck wasn't big enough <laughs> for, the, uh, for the old KHS aero track, which is still That's true. One of the coolest track frames ever made. It was. Well, it was. Uh, I can't believe it's been 20 years. Um, almost oh, a little over 20 years. But well, that, big anniversary this weekend. Well, yeah, not. I mean, not that 20 years not since just that. Yeah. Since 20 years since you became the super rookie. I think that is the real moment. Is That's that with Super Bowl being yeah. yesterday? Uh, that we're 20 years to the day plus a day because we're recording and plus like three days when you hear this because we won't release this for a few days. That you became not just Tim Hayes, you became a man. You became the super rookie. <laughs> I really leaned into the whole rookie thing. And you guys thought it was derogatory calling me that. Uh, no, so I, I mean, like, we, we were impressed. Who, no, here's a question I have. Who was the first to say that you were the super rookie? Was it Carter at the finish? No, the, the first person to call me super rookie was um, uh, 
the the old mechanic at one on one who fed it into Gino that then at the finish at uh, the Triple Rock, yeah, I think that year, Triple Rock. when I got third place overall, you won. Oh, really was guy. it me? It was, very... was it me who won that year? That's <laughs> oh, jeez, yes, you know, I almost I, forgot. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I am. I am kind of the um, I'm the Dan I'm the Dan Marino of uh, Minnesota bike messengers. I never won the the super the Super Bowl, but I did win every other race. I won the yellow bag more times than you. Um, I have my name in it. I owned it. Might have to check on that. Um, I I uh, I crushed it. Except mm-hmm. I couldn't win the big one. Um, you know, but you won it. I was proud of you. I got third place. Yeah, it was and, a good uh, result. Yeah, I became the super rookie that day. I, be- okay. I became a man. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking about this uh, because I was thinking as I was riding home, oh my God, it's been 20 years. I'm really old. That was yeah. almost half yeah, my life ago yeah, that I, I, I became not just slow and hairy, but just hairy on that day. But yeah. That must have been Spencer. You were in that race too that year, right? Were you the here oh, yeah. that year? Okay, so that it's, was the first distant fifth place. Oh yeah, we're still trying to figure distant out what place Spencer got. Place. Probably sixteenth, but probably probably. But that <laughs> that we didn't know. But that that was the first time we the three of us might have faced off against each other. That was the first slow ride like throwdown. Um, wow, I yeah. ju- I just it's, thinking about it, I was like, that's probably the first time the we all time. three <laughs> did it. You know. <laughs> And I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even a, know I I I won the first round. Is what I'm saying. Is I I didn't know I should have been holding yeah, that over yeah, to you guys all this time. I feel like that doesn't count though, since we didn't know. Okay. Also, it's it's unsanctioned racing. I mean, let's, oh let's yeah, be unsanctioned. Here. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It, it, so yeah, we did that. So we, we and then um, we probably still didn't talk to each other for a while after that. Um, eh, maybe a little then, bit. Yeah. And then, and then the then the bike racing started later that summer, which is when yeah when we really started getting into we would show up to uh, group rides in our jeans because we <laughs> we were cool. It's too embarrassing um, to wear and, bibs. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we it's had to weird, keep it fresh. A, it is a weird hurdle it's to a, jump over. It's mentally a hard to get hurdle into bike yeah. to bike racing and bike uh, bike culture is like yeah. I gotta. I gotta do what? I gotta put in bibs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta shave my legs. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that was a hurdle that took me many years. But just yeah, going out in so, the bibs. Like I would go out in the jersey, but with like with some shorts on over the bibs because I just couldn't quite, I couldn't quite yeah. do it for yeah. a while. There, you know. Maybe once I got I to the river road, be... I felt safe. But on the way to the river road, I just felt I was gonna run into five or six people st- I knew. Stop mid ride and take the shorts off to reveal so, the bibs is that what you're saying yeah yeah that's wild yeah well we used to crush it we used to crush it on the velodrome and then cycle then we discovered cyclocross later that fall yeah things Relevatory. were going well for us and here we are just podcasting <laughs> about the glory days 20 years 20 later. 20 years we're Gentlemen, so old i i wouldn't throw it i wouldn't throw that those times away for nothing but yeah. let it be known i am the champion of the yellow bag um okay and uh, yeah, unverifiable. But I'm I'm glad we're <laughs> we're we're ending on that unverifiable note. Uh, another unverifiable note. Someone brought up to me a, once again that they didn't think Peak Tim could hang one lap on the Champs Elysees. Yeah, uh, on the mm-hmm. final day of the it's tour, weird. and I think yeah. that that is absolutely ridiculous. I was thinking about this. It's five miles a lap. I guarantee. <sighs> no way. That I could I could hang. <laughs> And surf wheels when there's 150 of these riders going around. There's all the cars in the caravan. It is fairly flat. 
The, whoa, 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 the whoa, bricks whoa. are like are hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. The be. cars in the caravan. You yeah. are, wait, see, okay, maybe you're using a different metric for hang. But if you get dropped from <laughs> no, the peloton no, and you're behind no, the caravan, no. that just no, not no. I'm not getting dropped. I'm not getting dropped, and I'm not okay. in the cars of the caravan. I'm just saying that I would be fine for one lap. They would have 2,200 miles in their legs, and then mm-hmm. a fresh, fresh Tim comes just gallivanting in are you kidding mm-hmm. i just think uh, we yeah, have to be go break tim I, like i'd I, be I, sipping champagne yeah i think if we look at any crit from peak tim era i don't think oh. we're gonna see that many super Parties? i mean unfortunately peak tim didn't have a power meter yeah. unfortunately peak tim wouldn't have a power meter yeah no i mean um, it was easily verify this bread and water but yeah. bread and water. i just you know here i am mm. um so Speaking of which, uh-huh. being old, Rigoberto Uran is retiring at the end of this season. Yeah. The young one. Arguably, arguably, do you think he's Colombia's most popular cyclist? No. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know right to... now. I mean, especially since the. Or, okay, so who are they? Is so the Mount Rushmore, the, the Mount Rushmore of Colombian cycling is uh, Botero, right? Santiago Botero. Okay. Nairo Quintana is clearly the Abraham Lincoln. All right. No. Um, yeah. I would say uh, Bernal is uh, is maybe the George Washington because he's the first to win the tour. What about Herrera? And then Uran. Who? Herrera? Who won, who won an Alpe d'Huez in the 80s? I'm sorry. Just not on the Mount Rushmore. There's only <laughs> spots for four. What about Fabio Parra? Know where you're from? They only carve in the most yeah. recent faces. Again, yeah. If, if it's if it's a I, I, if it's a recent I, I, I face where they Santiago Botero, where they where they recycle names because otherwise, yeah, like Parra's on there because he got third in what eighty nine or eighty eight <laughs> or something. So that's that would have put him on the Mount Rushmore of the day. Uh, where's, uh, where's Pedro Delgado from? He's, he's from Spanish? Spain. Yeah, he's from Spain. Okay. You guys, it feels like Rigo's been around forever. And he, yeah. he started racing pro in 2006, which means he wouldn't have even been there 20 years ago at Super Bowl <laughs> to face off against this. Uh, he feels like he's he's been he's so old, but he's much younger than us. Much much younger. much younger. Oh, Still man. not the oldest rider in the the World Tour, right? But has he been around the longest? That's the thing, because he was I mean, really be, young. It's gotta be Oscar Savit. Oscar Sevilla at this point, right? Well, World Tour, though. We're talking like... Un- wait, Oscar- he just does unsanctioned races now. He just does alley cats, I yeah. think. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about Mancebo? <laughs> Again, unsanctioned <laughs> ah, races. So I'm, yeah. I'm really leaning into the uh, the Iberian Peninsula uh, conversations here, little guy, because I'm trying to find the one segue to somehow get us to Portugal for a very small snippet of news that you had earlier in the green room. Oh, just I just saw that Remco raced a race and won. In Portugal, there just aren't a lot of races in Portugal, and very rarely are there early season races in Portugal that I noticed like world tour guys showing up. I don't know where the race was. I just thought it was weird that that's where Remco started his season. It was an odd choice, a little out of the way, kind of weird. So what would you what would you say? A little out of the way, a little hard to get to by uh, by individual? Is that are, are you? Is conspiracy oh. Matt oh. showing up? February 11th. I'm just saying, like, already, the like, other the other Grand Tour guys are all hiding at altitude camps, and Remco's off racing a race for the UCI. Didn't even remember they were supposed to be. I mean, famously, <laughs> it, 
Nothing against Portugal. Wow. It looks like a great wow. place. I, I've wanted to go to Portugal for a long time, but man, every year uh, the tour of Portugal happens. Your way out of this one, little guy. No, every year the tour of Portugal happens, and then a couple weeks later they DQ the top 10 just as a default setting, and then they redo the tests, and then they actually DQ the top 25 because everyone's on EPO. Like It's like, seems to be the one place where like you just do EPO if you're on a team, where everywhere else it seems like they're on something new, obviously. I don't know. It was weird to me. Remco. What do you it's it's a funny place to start. I don't know. What it doesn't mean anything, but the figure champions classic. I mean, he could have been uh, in UAE getting rained on, right? Like fun fun. Not really, yeah, but yeah, you know. A... Wow. Interesting little guy. I can't <laughs> believe I, I can't believe you of all people show up. To just start throwing shade at the pizza man. Hey, the pizza man's gonna have a big season. I can feel it. If he's coming out hot this <laughs> yeah. early, coming out of the he's oven, have the cycle down uh, so quick. <laughs> oh, I mean, you gotta get that pizza oven it. really cooking, you know, like so you can just boom, pizza in, pizza out, you know. So it's just like pop in for the training camp, pop out, nice crust. Um, Personal pan. So look, I, I did. I did look it up. Um, it is not in uh, the Azores. So this is uh, this race was in the middle of the country. So all right, well, looks great. You know what? Looks fantastic. Congratulations to Remco for winning. In other news, winning bike races. Um, and speaking of uh, old timers, how about Mark Cavendish? What a great guy. Stand up individual. Doing it for all of us. Just <laughs> just, just, just stay <laughs> laying claim. Oh man, love that guy. I I do I do love to see this. Uh I need him to race the Tour de France. I need him to get oh, on that roster. To, oh a hundred thousand percent. And oh, I, I need it. him to win at the tour as well. Like I want him to break the record on the Champs Elysees. Like just just oh, ruin so cycling for there. so many you people. You want to be part of the Peloton that well no makes the, history. Dude, 20, like ten years ago, I would have been there. Oh. Now, now I'm not even going to try it. Now I can't even. I'm never going to get a power meter because people are going to forget. I'm talking about thirty year old Tim, but Cavendish. Let's okay. So Cavendish wins um, stage four the Tour of Colombia, um, notably not in Portugal. So this this result will stand. And uh, <laughs> notably Tour of Colombia. Mark Cavendish. Does anyone know? Was there any? Um, any confirmation that Cavendish thanked his mechanic for the win? Like, is he is he depositing the the good vibes early in the season? So when he when he withdraws from the uh, the good vibe bank account at the tour by throwing his bike, by doing uh, all types of things, uh, is like like you know this is a big win for him. I I didn't see any reports of it. Okay. But I can't imagine he didn't because this is a classic Cavendish move to build that up, um, to build up that buffer uh, early in the season. So yeah. the the next the next one I want to go to is so little guy uh, stacked field at the Tour of Colombia yeah. that um, Cavendish won. So he so he won over uh, Gaviria of Movistar, who won the first stage. Uh, so Gaviria is racing yeah. again. He's going to get COVID tomorrow, but I mean. It, he he won over yeah. Nelson Soto of a team called Petrolike. 
Petra. Okay, now, you, now you're just um, throwing shade. I mean, I don't know why you got to do that. Um, Nelson seems no, like a guess. good guy. Good, good racer. Seems like a good guy. Used to be on Kaha Ruol. Like, I, no, this is, this is great. I, I like this new team, Petra. Like, decent, decent kit. But I want to pull you into seventh place. A gentleman named Norman Vatra. It looks like Team Estonia. There's a Team Estonia that was sent to the Tour de Colombia. Now, little guy, you famously said if during the pandemic we were deciding what countries we were going to become citizens of so we would have our chance yeah, to yeah. make it to the World Championships. Yeah. Spencer went with, I believe, um, Iceland, right, Spencer? Or with Iceland, yeah. It's okay. still my country of uh, origin in Swift, and, and I'm reminded of that every week. That's a, that's a very, very good one. I, I'm trying to remember where I where I went with, I think yeah. it was like San Marino or something. Cause I figured that I could make the team there. Uh-huh. But you famously little guy went with Estonia. Yeah. Which was a bad decision. You... Cause they do have some world tour riders and I, I would be, I would be. <laughs> yeah. Be there's tough. an entire, there's yeah. an entire team showing up to tour of Columbia and well, they're getting top yeah. 16s in multiple uh, stages. Well, yeah. I can, t- I can tell you, I was on the, I was on the same flight uh, from Iceland to Scotland at Worlds, both going there and back um, with with some of the g- racers on the Estonian national team. Like the the guy who was in the road race, at least was oh. on my flight both ways. And I and um, he didn't do very Did good. You look but him up and down. Did you oh, I looked him up and down. It, I it could, is. I was looking you looking fit. I don't know. I, I don't think Spencer was going to be able to hold a candle. <laughs> that guy's looking fit. Looking looking good. He put in a good good showing. Um, handsome devil. Handsome devil. So, as we uh, as we get into the uh, the 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 racing, I gotta say, when Cavendish, I saw the picture of Cavendish coming across the line. Mm-hmm. That Astana jersey made me thinking, and I put it on the old Slack channel. I said, "We gotta we gotta get the kits. We gotta have the <laughs> kit conversation." <laughs> okay, no, wait a second now. Uh, I have to break down the the fourth wall here to the green room. We're going to Kool-Aid yeah. man our way right into the green room. Yeah. I've been putting yeah. this in the slack about six times, six episodes in a row at this point. I know. I just, and I just ignored it. I admit I ignored it, but people have been asking for it on the Zwift rides <laughs> in the chat. They're like, Hey, when are you guys doing kit reviews? And I'm like, we're getting to it this week. They promised me yeah. it's coming. And then Tuesday rolls around and it's not so, there. And I'm looking like the jerk. Okay. So after I saw this kit, uh-huh. As the, the the captain of the ship, if uh-huh. you will, <laughs> the Astana ship. By the way, I just watched uh, I just watched the Tom Hanks uh, movie uh, Greyhound the other day. Greyhound? Um, When's that from? Greyhound, uh, two thousand twenty one. It's the second film he's made where he's the captain of a ship. This one, it's like a World War Two crossing okay. the ocean. Not as good as Captain Phillips, but both subpar. Oh, okay. There's probably a third one. There's yeah. probably a third one. In there anyway. Anyways, captain of the ship. I, I'm the captain now. Let's get back to this Mark Cavendish kit made me think. I was like, okay, we've done pizza rankings for years. They're great. Huge hit. Lots of people like that idea. Hmm. We've done we've done drafts where where we select kits with, with fan favorites like Dan Craven and, and Mitch Docker. Mm-hmm. We've t- I mean and I was thinking after looking at that kit, I was like, ooh, ooh, that's a heater. That that's a ooh that that one's definitely worth a bit of a conversation. Um, I was thinking that we need to do a draft, but let's flip the script. Okay. Women's 
world tour kits, men's world tour kits. Let's do the draft. Top three for each of us. So we each pick three. Worst kits in the world tour Peloton. And it will lead to a nice discussion. Um, So, you know, rather than pick the best, everyone does the best. But people don't come to the Slow Ride podcast for the best. The audio is sometimes no, a little funky. <laughs> we interrupt each other all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we have horrible opinions and we talk about the glory days. So let's get to it and pick the, the worst three kits. What do you guys think? I love I, it. I love it. I love it. I I still like have a deep admiration for the pizza rankings. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the greater cycling world is sort of... Now, uh, They've they're chomping on the heels of the of the goats here, uh, with the ideas for for kit ranking. So, yeah, let's flip the script. I like it. I do you guys want do you want to do three or do you want to do five? Because there's, uh, we we should keep it to three because there's fifteen world tour women's teams, and then what is there? Probably about fifteen on the men's side. Eighteen. So yeah, the thing is, is there's a lot of stinkers, and I want to keep the pressure on us. You know, I don't want to make it too easy. Yeah, to skate through like we need to get the best of the best because yeah i'm going to assume tim that there's some sort of uh <laughs> game gaming aspect to this that uh, one of us needs to win at the end by having the strongest team of bad jerseys uh, yeah, the strongest team yeah. of the bad is what we'll, we're going we'll for have here. to put it put it yeah now, put it to a vote this week for sure now we did discuss earlier the important anniversary uh, I think uh-huh. little guy did this thing where he was like, it's your anniversary of your nickname, Tim, but it's really the anniversary that I won the Super Bowl for the I would, time. why would, it, I would do, never do something like that. That was, <laughs> that was interesting. So, he didn't mention that in the so, room. So that was great. Proud of you, little guy. Um, uh-huh. In honor of that, I think we got to go worst to first in honor of our draft. So Spencer gets the first pick <laughs> of the 2024 20 wow. year anniversary All of right. the Super Bowl. That's fair. Uh, so Spencer, and then I, I go second. Uh, little guy, you're on the old hot corner. Uh, snake draft. Uh, and let's go Women's World Tour, Men's World Tour 2024 Worst Kit Draft on the mm-hmm. Slow Ride Podcast. Spencer, you have the floor. So I need to come out the gate hot. with. I need to take the big dog in the room. Like There, I, yeah. uh, there are a lot to choose from here, and I I. There's going to be some debate here because this Astana kit is horrendous. <laughs> um, but I I am going to have to go with what I think is the strongest bad kit, which is um, the DSM kit. The DSM from a niche post-NL kit is hideous. It is bad. They don't know what they were going for here. That it's a bad one. So it's it's like pseudo modern, but it's trying to keep the elements of of the previous DSM kits that are also bad. Like I don't know why if you're going to redesign it, you stay in the in the same vein of the bad kit that you had. Like you you I mean, tried to redesign it and you didn't. I mean, what they're trying to do here is like the bike racing version of the golf livery from car racing. Is is like Ew. what it if this is their like attempt at the golf liver? They no, have they have wow. No, but it's got the blue it's, and it's got the stripe like that. Like that's it's not, all it's got. Yeah, it, it is the, a horrible. The stripe's horrible just the throwback, thing. though. You know, that's uh, true. But it's Degenkolb days. It's hard to mess up the golf. I mean, the golf is such a classic. 
look. Yeah, so, yeah. This has what, circles. This has like gradients. This has like a, weird mountain waves in the background. Is that a yeah, guitar pick? Yeah, there's a guitar pick on the front of it, right? That's what it looks it's, like. Yeah. It's a disaster from top to bottom, front to back, upside down and sideways. It's it's the worst kit in the Peloton. No question. I'm feeling good about my team already, you guys. Uh, Well, I, Spencer, I totally agree with you. I have a question, a uh, 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 technical question here before we move forward. There are two DSMs, one on the men's side, one on the women's type side. Are we? How are we playing this? Because there's some kits that are same men's and women's. Is DSM off the table? Yes, D- like DM men's and women's. DSM it has is, to be. So when there's crossover, they're, they're basically it's off the, the table. Okay, because yeah. like there's two yeah, you mo- can movie stars. Either one, if yeah. you think one is worse, but I think it's going to take the entire team off okay. the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just want to make sure when okay. they're the same, because I didn't want Tim pulling this like he drafts the women's DSM and like yeah. now I'm in yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a deep hole here that I can't get myself out of because that's disgusting <laughs> yeah. on both ends, right? That's understandable. Okay, yeah. so I just want to make sure. Thanks, guys. All right. I mean, I'm in a I'm in a bit of a pickle. I'll be I'll be totally totally honest with you here because my heart says that I have to take AG2R because they got rid of the brown shorts and it's just a bad. Game. Oh, it's not that bad. But they're good, but it's not that bad. I think you should pick. I don't, that's what I'm saying. There's like I wa- I want to win this, and the like what they did was like take something that was absolutely amazing, award winning, one of a kind, uh-huh. and just just middle of the road it just <laughs> just put it in the middle of the finishers you know like spencer at the super bowl 20 years ago just kind of <laughs> sure. just doesn't stick out square is doesn't it? offend anybody no nickname's gonna be yeah no one even notices so i think it's an easy easy pick that is far worse than the um the one uh the the post nl uh kit that spencer took well i mean that kit's bad, but it's nowhere near, near as bad as Team Jayco Alua. This thing uh, right. is absolutely hideous. With mm-hmm. it's got the gradient check, it's got the 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 blue and the red. I feel like I'm looking at a failed fast food chain from the 1970s, trying to make it big in professional cycling. <laughs> this kit is absolutely horrible, and. You know, even though they have um, our favorite rider and former employee of the Slow Ride podcast, Bling Matthews, wearing this kit, he still can't make mm-hmm. it look good. So, Jayco Alua, uh-huh. I don't care if you sell campers. You ain't making me buy a replica jersey with that garbage. <laughs> well, Team Jayco, my first pick in the worst of the professional peloton kit collection all right it's a bad kit it's it's the alua font that really buries <laughs> it you know like i oh, think i think you could try to overlook it what about the black sleeves though like it's just clunky i don't know yeah it's a, it's it's bad it's no post nl but good choice well oh, thank you smith it's tough, you guys. Uh, the Livalua version of the women's one, it's too close to the same. I'm not going to pick it, but it's terrible as well. I'm going to go... Absolutely terrible. For my my first of my two here, I'm going to go with the uh, 
On the women's side, the Phoenix de Kunic kit. It is bad oh, because it yeah. is in a sea of people trying things and being exciting. It is a blue <laughs> shirt they found on the floor and they screen printed two names on it and they said, yeah. good enough for us. It is good enough. so Low little effort. effort. They okay. didn't try at all. It almost looks like that this team would be would be owned by um, Patrick Lafave. Oh no! But what's weird is but that's coming not, up next. That's like coming that, up. Don't worry. Like that's that, right. Like, <laughs> like, like this is so bad. It's so just. Oh wait, you mean we actually have to supply kits to our women's professional cyclists? Like, yeah, it's just. Let's feels... just go to the semi custom alley and figure out what we could pull. Um, it's bad. This, this wasn't it even bad. that. Like semi custom, at least has multiple colors on it. Uh, you know, if you call up Primal Wear and you say, "Hey, what do you got for stock templates?" It's not this. You know, like this is. Uh, <laughs> they got a blank, and they just grabbed the paint bucket icon off MS Paint and just <laughs> yeah. filled the whole thing in blue. And we're like, "Good enough." <laughs> type some text on the front. Okay, sold. Ship it. Yeah, it's very low All effort. Right, uh, so, well, guy, it's a bad one. I'm with you. Yeah. It's it's bad. Um, that's a it's a it's a good good solid pick. Man, yeah, the serpentine draft that we always do. You're I've, up first I'm in up this again. Round. Yeah, this is tough. You know, um, I don't like a lot of these. Uh, it's gonna be controversial, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with SD Works. I really don't like that kit. SD Works. What is what are those white splatches doing? Again, it's somebody did the Microsoft Paint and they accidentally used the eraser tool and then they stepped back and they said, Ooh, maybe I got it. What is it's, that? I get it. It's not my favorite kit, but and it's not my favorite SD works kit. No, uh, it's is not it the asterisks. Is it is it like but, you don't like the asterisks, little guy? Like you're like, ooh, all these wins are an asterisk? Man. Like what what's going on? I just don't I feel like it's it's um yeah it's it, there's a lot of color going on now and i think it feels like almost like because there's so much color in the peloton they thought they had to put something on the front to differentiate yeah. it for some reason but it it just makes it feel awkward to me despite being obviously the best team in the women's peloton and they're gonna yeah, crush like everything the best team yeah but like, you know what Demi Vollering thinks of your thoughts right now she no I, care. and i mean obviously Kapeki <laughs> like, just came out came out Smash UAE, um, they're already flying, but I really don't like their kit. I just really don't like it. So, all right, okay. I don't, I, I don't I think, think there are stronger picks in the in the field here, but I un- I do I understand. I, I I think it's it's okay. It's not it's not the worst. Um, no, I will say no, what it's the, not the worst Phoenix. is on the. Uh, no, I mean, what do you got? You know what else is really bad. And it pains me to say this. Uh-oh. It really pains me to say this. But I want to be very clear. I know where we're, we're from going. the Twin Cities. We're from the uh-huh. Twin Cities. Yeah. The Twin Cities is home to some of the strongest creative minds and creative designers in the world. Okay. Amazing designers in the Twin Cities. Yep. The sure. Twin Cities is also home to the owners of the human powered health team. And that kit is an absolute gradient disaster. (laughs) It is. And what's the worst part about it is that there's four other kits 
in the professional women's peloton that have the same motif. Pretty and much, they, yes. I I understand year one of this kit. You'd be like, oh, ooh, we all kind of went to the same design. We all saw the WGSN pr- uh, presentation of where creative trends are going uh-huh. with these colors and gradients. Things are looking this way. But for them to bring this back out when the yeah. other teams have continued, I mean, you got UAE, SD mm-hmm. Works, Canyon Tram. Like, it is bad. This kit... I even won though, this draft like with this pick. You think like, it's worse than the UAE? I think the UAE one's worse. A worse this version. This one of is it. horrible because I know what they could create. This is bad. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say that. Human Powered Health, Women's Professional, World Tour team, they can do so much better. And I wish they would. They could. Um, yeah, that's fair. All right. I guess, uh, I guess that means I'm up. <laughs> and. I'm surprised with some of the options I have left on the table. Uh, there's there's some good ones left on the table. There's there's some, some there's, big there's, there's big some hitters. big heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I, see, I gotta go for the win here. That's the thing. Is like, I gotta set my personal feelings aside. And that's I how to, I felt about yeah. the the AG two R kit. Yeah, it's not bad. There's some there's some bad ones still though, Spencer. You could you could take a commanding lead with your second pick right here. Yeah, no, there's a lot of pressure. Um I think what I have to do though is I have to, you know, I Yeah, no, I have to do this. I have to do this. <laughs> um I'm going Sidal Quick Step, uh men's team. It's bad. It, it's bad. It doesn't look good. And what's worse, I mean, what's worse is that that the kit is so like linear, it's so similar across years, but it's just like been on this steady decline for so long that they cannot pull out of the tailspin that the kit design has been in over their quick step. And the lineage, like what the team was at its peak, great team, great kit. And now it's like, Teams, I guess, fine, but the kid is so bad that it's like it's deflating as a cycling fan. Like, not yes. just is it a bad kid, but it makes you feel bad as well. <laughs> so, I like this. We're all bringing the emotions into them as the, it's yeah, not just the visual, it's the, uh, yeah. It's I a bad one. I, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's a bad one. Um, that's a good one. Well, and how, how are you going to round out your, uh, your podium or draft picks here, Spencer? Ooh, um, you know, I'm, I'm just perusing across the, the women's, uh, teams here one last time to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, but as per usual, the bar is set a little bit higher. I mean, what's amazing there. is that you did like, right. By the rules that we were playing with, you just took it a, a massive heavy hitter. Cause you took the AG insurance yeah. Sudal team off it the, is also a defensive table play. Too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah like just... like you you guys you cleaned up that was good that's good yeah i had to take All that right. one off the board for sure um and, and there's so many more kits to bury here come on yeah my my final <laughs> is certainly coming off the men's side i'm really torn between three choices here honestly and i'm i'm pretty sure you guys are going to pick up at least two of them the third one is Certainly controversial, so I'm not sure 
that it's going to score me the big points. So I think I'm going to have to go with the safe bet, which I've already alluded to, and what honestly kicked off this whole conversation. Uh, and it's got to be the Astana kit. So, I don't like it. It's got a weird mountain so this, design on the front. It's Is it mountains? Is it mountains, though, little guy? It's hard uh, to say. Is that what, what is they're it? supposed no. to be? It's it's it's. I think is it's it de- ore. I think it's iron ore or some kind of like radioactive material ore to celebrate the natural resources that is Kazakhstan. Little guy, that definitely. I, the more I look at this Astana jersey, the more I could see little guy going full kit wanker in this thing, because it's got that, it's got that's just, not a vote for me on this. Pick. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It, it just yeah. it's got the random geometric shapes. It's kind of like every which way you look at it, it could be something else. Um, yeah, I the Astana one is bad. And uh, Spencer, I was going to take it if it was still sitting there for me. Uh, um, little guy, thoughts on the Astana kit besides uh, you wanting to know where you could buy it? Uh, no, it's mostly I'm just having thoughts on the team as I look at the team and I'm like, wow, that is just a ragtag bunch of guys on that yeah. team this year. Yeah, uh, it doesn't help the cause, yeah. Uh, this is off topic. One of the Vinos, one of Vinos kids moved up to the, the top, tippy top this year. Oh, really? Hadn't even yeah. asked. So I am Nick, in Nicholas. a, I'm, I'm in a bit of a pickle, um, here because the team I'm going to take, I think it's just, you want to talk about the downfall of professional yeah. men's racing kit uh, and design. I know where you're going. And, and where this, where this has been, I, you know, I, I think it's just a bad kit because when you look at it, it's just horrible. I don't know. Um, I don't know what Mark Mediat is thinking anymore. Um, he does it okay with the uh, still has the national champion looking in the tricolors, but the the Groupana FDJ kit is absolutely trash. And what makes it even more painful is that the FDJ Suez kit on the women's side is a thing of freaking beauty. Now, I know the teams are owned by the same people, and many thanks to FDJ for sponsoring both a men's and women's team, but the, the men's kit is is a garbage fire that I'm proud to put on my world's worst <laughs> kit wow. collection. Wow. That, of the two that I was uh, remaining on the board that I was debating, that was not one of them. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's bad. All right, yeah. little guy. Clean up. You you have a bevy of picks. Um, there's a there's a variety. Uh, maybe maybe you're too scared of picking two of these because you don't want the folks to come after you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so mm, I don't know who's gonna come after me. Um, wait, can I pick? Here's a technical question. I'm not picking this yet. Can I pick the the AG Insurance Sudal team, or is they off the board? No, they're they're, off they're the board. Off, on the women's side. Board. They're off the board. So, Even though it's a, different. It's a power, powerful powerful defensive pick by Spencer. Different, uh, yeah, but it's round. it's worse. Yeah. It's different, but worse. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, you know, I am a little There's tempted. There's so many bad ones. Well, I was looking at the women's side because I was a little less, less familiar with them. And I know if you read Abby Mickey's uh, Women's World Tour kit ranking stuff over at Escape, she was really against the Roland team. And I got to disagree with Abby. I like the Roland team. It's just red. Yeah. For some reason, I like so, it. I think that's a solid kit. So uh, I'm not picking that. Abby, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I hate to do this. I'm going to go with my boy's Kofidis. I don't like it. I find it annoying. Really? I think it's kind of gross. Crazy. Wow. Uh, 
I don't like it. I get away with this. I don't like it. I can't believe it. Um, so I, I, I like it. Now it's one of the spe- best kits. It may be the best kit in the main. No, I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. What's I going on? What's other, with all I the mean, little like stuff? They look like a blood bag. Yeah, well, <laughs> it does kind of look like a blood bag. Yeah. Um, so a couple left on the table. Clearly, the Bahrain and the UAE side of the the men's peloton. Are, but they're so are pretty, pretty bad. They're boring at this horrible. point. I'm not even. I'm not even mad at them anymore. I'm just. I'm just disappointed. You know, I'm just like bored yeah. with the fact the, that they're, yeah. they're just consistently the same, I guess. I, th- I think those are the bad, you know, the, 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 Vim- the Visma on the men's and women's it's fine. And the Bora hands grow. I have to I, imagine the Bora hands grow one is going to change at some point with Red Bull money coming in that that mm-hmm. thing will get, uh, you know, pretty nice. I was polish, surprised but, not to see the that, Bora kit on anybody's list, but I'm kind of like, I mean, it. it's kind of weird. I like it. It's like I don't, I don't know like why in- it feels like a weird candy I found on the ground, and I'm like, oh, that, why am I why am I tempted I mean, to eat that? Yeah, I why? can't wait. I can't wait to to read um, Garrett Thomas's review of his Ineos kit, which now ha- features <laughs> the full like gradient from left to right, <laughs> goes from orange yeah. to like black sleeve. Yeah, so, it's like, not what? good. It's, um, it's pretty bad. It's like. Maybe the black sleeve is like so when you when you're uh, riding down the road and you get hit by one of those grenadiers, um, they can't tell. You know, I don't know. Like it, it just it, mm-hmm, it just irks mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not not a thing. Yeah, they do look like one side of them melted. How do we feel on the Intermarche Wanty kit? I love it. Are, like we're still embracing that kit, right? At this point, I like we're still like, kit. all right, this is like the little team yeah. kid. Is it different? Right. I don't even remember. Is it different from last year? No, it's no, it's... it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Um, yeah, movie star not much changed. Uh, little Trek is uh, still pretty much the same. Amazing. Um, was, I don't know. That was my that was my distant third uh, possible the, last. Oh year. no, the little, the little, the little like Trek. The little Trek. Yeah, I kind of like it. I I love I'm definitely it. around. I love it's it. Like it's my, my it's my favorite little guy. You know, like it's it, my favorite. I should like kit. it, but I just don't. It's my favorite yeah. kit for the um, for the men's side because it's taking the the mantle yeah. of the AG two R. We've it's kind of like their own. It doesn't like the Kofidis kit, and it's the best in the peloton. You don't like the AG two R, and it's the best in the peloton. And I don't like the Trek Little, and you guys think the it's the best, best in the peloton. The best in the peloton. You think the AG two R kit is the best in the peloton? It's up there. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. This is why this you know debate what? is so good. You know, I I am so disgusted. I think we need to go to the pre-mod. I, Let's do it. I, I am I, deep I in this. So. <laughs> uh. I'm Lotte Kopecky, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, here we are in the pre lap. Just give a shout out to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to mm-hmm. WideAnglePodium.com to find out more about your favorite cycling podcasts. And major shout out to Bill, Zach, and Mike over at the Media Pit for their Cyclocross Worlds recap. Check it out. Act like you know other than Vanderpool just domination. And uh, yeah, you'll look great on your uh, your ride as road season's coming. Absolutely. And on the and on the the slow ride uh, Zwift rides. Yeah. Uh, Zwift rides are, are popping off. Uh, we've been crushing it every Thursday evening uh, here East Coast time. Um, and I even set up a UK corner friendly time 
uh, Saturday mornings, my time, which is like kind of in the middle of the afternoon for y'all in UK quarter, but they demanded it. Uh, so we're trying to please the people. We'll see if, uh, see if UK corner shows up. Uh, but you can find those if you search, uh, clubs on Zwift and look for the slow ride podcast. You can also find the slow ride podcast on, uh, Instagram where I'm guessing we will have some sort of poll about this, uh, about this draft that just happened where I expect (laughs) the people will rise up and declare me the winner. As rightfully I mean, I'd, so. I'd probably vote for you too because, you know, we gave you the charity first pick and uh-huh. crush it with the DSM. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's as unanimous of a worst kit I think we've ever had in our nine years of this podcast. It's pretty true. It's pretty true. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Find us there or uh, on the other social medias and, of course, wideanglepodium.com slash donate if you uh, want to support the show. All right, let's get back to the pod. Hi, I'm Nathan Shabrak, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. So before we get into the Slow Ride Podcast email bag, remember you can always email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. I want to give a shout out to the several people on the Twitters, Instagram, DMs, and emails that shout out uh, that I discussed it. We discussed it on the pod, and it took less than 48 hours later for the UCI to ban the new Ecoy pedals that I was uh, so infatuated with. Mm-hmm. Um, now... You know, on paper, you're like, UCI hates fun, but they don't hate knees as much as anybody else. Yeah, it must have been pretty brutal for the riders having to switch shoes and (laughs) pedals literally an hour before the race. Yeah. So who's at fault here? Well, I think, I mean, from what I've heard, it's actually technically the pedal company because they just didn't, while they applied for the right to do a prototype in the peloton they didn't they just didn't do it on time and they still wore the shoes so i think they just screwed up and it makes the uci look bad but i think it's actually not the uci's fault. no the uci shouldn't have done it an hour before that is bad like you think the uci should have uh done the old uh you, you know what it was i'm sure it didn't come from like switzerland but what happened was it was some like super citizen that decided to be a UCI cycling official and working their way up and be like trying to make their, their claim, right? Mm. Like rather than, you know, like a good NBA official is the one that kind of like knows how to like go with the flow and then pull aside the player later and be like, Hey, don't do that again. Yes. And you think maybe they could have let the race happen and then be like, Hey, no more, but a less than an hour before to ban those pedals and force the team to go around to all of the other teams the kindness that is the cycling community to give them random pedals. So these riders could race Yeah, and, and adjust saddles and absolute nightmare scenario and situation. And the UCI just deserve some blame here. They could have handled it in a much better way, Yeah, but there's no better way than publicity than getting your stuff banned, which is very good publicity. Good for them. It feels like it's intentional. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, also, so, I mean, it was a stage race. So if the UCI is paying any attention, they should have noticed the day before, you know? So 
right? That's even more in them. It wasn't like a one day. I can see a little bit. You show up to a one day race. You don't probably check every team's pedals to make sure they're not running a prototype pedal. You know what I mean? Don't you think there's an email that goes out though? Like, can't they just email the team director and be like, Hey, we saw you had these pedals. Your paperwork's not finished yet. So you can't use them for safety and health. Of the rider. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like? not even safety and health. I think it's just anyway. because they have to be for sale. But, it, but well, you know, it's like some guy at the UCI was like, I haven't, I haven't stamped that file yet. And then he called, you know, Bruce up and Bruce put the law down, you know? So one of the, uh, my favorite things that's been happening on the uh, Slow Ride Podcast Instagram lately is that we have been just getting random submissions of van art that have been coming in. <laughs> So let's give a shout out to um, Jason Nix in lovely Pensacola, Florida, home of Sluggos, who gave us the first um, version of this classic van art. I think I had a nice American Eagle. And then a friend of the pod on the uh, the Iowa's leading edge, Douglas Kniper, Kniper, showing us some van art that we'll get up on the old Slow Ride podcast Instagram account. If you see some great painted vans out there, Send us the van art at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be proud to share with everybody. All right, guys, let's get back into the inbox. This one comes to us from Wolf and they write to us about Lisa bike. Hi there. Great show. Not this episode specifically, (laughs) just in general. I see when I read this, I was like, is that an insult or was that just them clarifying that they love the show? I'm not sure. And I like, I'm going to read about this. You know what? You know what? Wolf already crushing it. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, I think it's actually Visma Lisa bike or Visma Lisa bike. If you want to be super accurate with the punctuation, which seems like something y'all might be interested in. Welp, that's all. Ah. Cheers, Wolf. Um, So I, I know last week we were talking a little bit about the Lisa bike, the scheme that is to go get your corporation on bikes. Um, I would an embarrassing sponsor for a team that's this good. Why does it matter though? Who cares? Money shows up. You you, you spend it on Cervellos and like wind tunnel time, and you win the tour. A, Boom. Who cares? Boom. A team that's this good. Boom. They can't get like you know. Like it's Ferrari. cycling. They can't like Ferrari. Like, like it's just. Ferrari would insist that they 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 have a flat every ten minutes. I mean, like, come on, Ferrari. Ferrari they would do it in some weird just, Italian ways. Yeah, no, we yeah. talk too much about cars on this podcast, anyway. It's true. I think uh, Kevin was one of the folks that uh, reached out to us to say you no longer have to choose between your high school sweetheart, time pedals, and the new girl on the block, Akoi, as the UCI stepped in to send the shiny new yeah pedals oh, packing. Yeah. So. Kevin, thank you uh, for that. Um, and then, P.S. Someone get your Aussie correspondent a job. We didn't talk yeah. about that. It was We've good, got right? Several people that have reached out about how good our 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 uh, Michael Turnbull in uh, mm-hmm. Australia was made me actually care <laughs> about the tour down under. It was amazing, and the homemade shirt. Uh, uh, Michael's wife absolutely crushed the yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Everything uh, about it was good. Sure. The jokes were better than our jokes. The insight was uh, better was... than the insight we bring. He got closer uh, to the riders. 
He actually has Way merch closer. for the podcast. We don't have any merch for the podcast. <laughs> He's doing the podcast better than us. Vindication, yeah. guys. I don't want to act like I wasn't <laughs> listening to what you've been saying. <laughs> but you were. I've been Googling around ever since the beginning of this episode. Okay. And I've been deep in the archives of the internet on the Wayback Machine. <laughs> and I have found it. I have found the results. Let's hear. The Super Bowl. Okay. Let's hear. That what do we Matt got? Allen won. Yeah. That Tim Hayes was third. Yeah. And Spencer, how was? Drum roll. I am listed sixth place. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's but, not bad. But that's not bad. That's not bad. First out of towner because I'm listed as being from Milwaukee at oh, the time. Oh, that's that's such BS. That's a win, baby. That's you know such what? BS. You know what? I gotta I got, say, Spencer. I got kudos from that, Spencer. One, you'd been back in you... town for months at this point, and two, you grew <laughs> up in the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The fact that Spencer, you've been spending the last hour on the Wayback Machine to find these results—I don't even know where I would go. Are these on yeah. Messenger.org? I mean, this oh MBMA. Oh, what a great <laughs> website. Um, so, Spencer, congratulations for looking. I, I mean, uh, six points. Incredible not stuff. Bad. It feels great to be a winner, um, <laughs> little guy. I know you know what that feels like. Um, you know, it's just it's just a wonderful thing. Uh, first out of towner was uh, a prize that they awarded during that race, so uh, I'm I'm happy to take that one home. I've forgotten all about it. I can't believe yeah, they gave you first out of towner. <laughs> Did you see you were, you were currently an employed messenger in the city? He's a, it's an employed messenger. He he spent all that time. Um, I don't know if you either of you uh, checked, but um, we did uh, in 38th place was a gentleman named Vladimir Lenin. Um, congratulations. Uh, we had Shaggy showing up from Milwaukee, uh, one of the best bag makers of all time. Uh, oh man, what what a glorious, glorious time um, in third place. Spencer, I I thought you were much further back, but once you're on the podium, it looks like everyone's way behind you, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, ooh, let's see. Good work, Spencer. Gentlemen, I don't understand the problem you have with Matthew Vanderpool driving a Lamborghini. He's a brand <laughs> ambassador for Lamborghini of Antwerp. It's a free car to him, and you're trying to tell me you characters would not get caught driving a free Lamborghini? Do you even know the history of Lamborghini? Let me make cars while you stick making tractors. Yes. Enzo Ferrari. And then it's a picture from Zonhoven of the atrocity that is... <laughs> A four la- a four door Lamborghini. Yeah. So, John, John, if you're gonna come with the heat, you better get ready for this <laughs> this take from my my hot kitchen. Is okay. no, I would not get caught dead driving a four door Lamborghini. At that point, if if I wouldn't get a four door Lamborghini, I just go get like the Audi equivalent. Exactly. Like it, it's just not it's just like. An Audi. <laughs> It's, just, it's an just an Audi. Like, it's just an auto union. Like, so I mean, they're gonna now NSU basically. So go drive one of those. If you're yeah. if you're gonna give me like a Lamborghini Countach, yeah, hell yeah, I'll drive a Lamborghini. I would love that thing. But a four door Lamborghini that is basically an SUV, it's not for me, baby. I'm just not gonna drive it. It's not. If for I me, and if baby. I'm as good as Matthew, if I'm as good as Matthew Vanderpool, guess what? I can demand what car I'm gonna drive, and it's not gonna be that. He drove the one time he drove whatever the whatever the supercar one is now. I don't know the the Avenger or whatever the hell it's called now. But I agree, it's just an Audi, man. It if it Spencer if it was would a you drive true that car? Italian car, it would have broke down on the way to the race. <laughs> 
Vanderpool would have had to how, take the bike out how of many the races? Food yeah, and then ride to actually, the race. Would over yeah. Actually, this is how he loses the race. This is how he loses the race, right? Is that he has to ride the final 50 miles to the course because he because he's in a uh, he's in an Italian car. Yeah, or no, an I think that's Martin. it's a, actually a genius <laughs> way to get more training in. Um, yeah, because he yeah he'll have to do some extra kilometers on the bike over the training uh, regimen every week uh, to you think for the breakdowns. That wouldn't yeah. hurt him. Do you think Wow? <laughs> you think you think Wout's agent is like pushing for uh, Vanderpool to get sponsored by Maserati? Be <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Okay. Yeah, you should totally, you should totally sponsor Matthew Vanderpool. It's gonna be great. I'll drive to every one of your races. The, It'll be awesome. The true, the Just true, not show up. The true Vanderpool villain status, and we were sent a few folks on Instagram. Send us. I'm sorry, I don't remember who, because we got it multiple people. Was that Vanderpool's been golfing a lot lately? So not only is he driving around in this four door Lambo, but in his off time when he's not hurting Wout's feelings, <clears> he's <throat> golfing. He is really well, leaning the into to the villain thing. He's making it harder and harder for me to, him to be one of my favorite riders. Because uh, off the bike, he, he's really leaning hard into it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think the uh, I think the Lambo sponsorship originated? Like, if you trace the, if you followed the red, red thread all the way back, that actually does come from, like, Wout's agent or Wout's agent's cousin kind of somehow set him up to, That's a weird to make setup. him overtrain and like Wout's driving a Volvo, you know, like he's never going to break down. <laughs> he's going 300,000 kilometers, you know? And if he gets in an accident, he's not going to get hurt. He's going to be fine. Volvo. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, going to tank. Um, next email comes to us from Paul Craig, the pain cave submission. Good day from Canuck corner, a longtime listener and a first time emailer. I'm attaching for your amusement my pain cave photo. I live in a small townhouse on the outskirts of Vancouver, BC, and the only space to set up my trainer is in the three foot, one meter for Canuck Corner space between the bumper of my Audi yep. and the shelving yep. for my bike tool parts. Yes, yep. I'm an Audi driver. Sorry. <laughs> Glad we spent some Audi like- smashy time. No, well, not just yeah. that. Did you like how I, I did sorry? That was for oh, you. I, I picked um, up on it. Yeah. Paul. Okay, thank you. As they say, it's not the size if you can use it. The laptop is positioned atop the green waste recycling bin. This can be particularly ripe smelling at times. Also, rides are not possible on garbage pickup days. For reference, huh. the trainer bike is a giant propel advanced SL0 with rim brakes. The other bikes shown include a steel Durkeef Team 853 Reynolds Steel and a nice. Norco Team Issue with Richie WCS cranks and a giant TCX advanced and a giant revolt advanced proud member of the slow ride Zwift team ride too much. And that's BOC cycling team on Instagram. The BOC stands for beer o'clock. We're a drinking team with a cycling problem. I can't nail the demographic. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Audi driver team called beer o'clock. Looks very- like, and then, Impressed you, with this picture. Did, How I, I did you see? He's the, able to carve out this little slice of real estate. I mean, it is a very small slice of real now, estate that he's working with here. <laughs> it's impressive. Now, little guy, you're gonna get you're gonna get this on the Instagram um, in yeah. a little bit. Uh, I, I I'm putting up the new um, I'm putting up the, uh, the the new van art that we got from uh, uh, Kniper in Iowa. But they Paul has 
the accessory. I think this the way this photo was taken was on purpose to show the tight space, but particularly was to show that he has the Zwift controllers mm-hmm. on there with like you know the different buttons so he go different ways. Um, this is actually a legitimate like you can tell that this setup is used a lot. That's what's incredible to me for how small the space is that it's clearly being used. Like I would just send a picture in so people would talk about my space, you know, but this is like actual real life pain cave submission. Yeah. The real deal. I mean, it's a painful, it's a painful spot. Could, could you, that is a miserable spot on top of the recycling (laughs) bin. (laughs) Like, do we, do we pull the car out? Like, I mean, this is, this is a, a tight space. But uh, thanks for the submission, Paul. Um, don't you don't have to apologize for driving us an Audi? All right, got an email here. This one comes to us from Andrew. I sent this to the wrong address initially, and have a great day with it. Hey, gang, I love the show, and I hope you are having a great Wednesday, little guy. A couple of ideas concerning your hub, albeit you have probably considered these. Yeah. On your bike, does the hub work with no pressure on the quick release? If it works when you hold it, will it work when it's inner dropouts with little or no skewer pressure? If so, does it then not work when applying more pressure to tighten properly? So what? remind us again what the problem is with the hub. Uh, the problem was that the hub would, would, would not power the light only in the bike I wanted it to power the light in. Everywhere else I put it, uh, spun it in my hand, so, put it on a different bike, it would power the light. So no, that's a good. It's a good point because it could be it so, could be too tight, but it was working in different situations. It's true. okay. Um, okay. Yep. All right. Go so, on. I know where we're going with this, but yeah. Uh, number two, try making little rubber washer grommets out of yep. old tubes to place in between the dropouts and the contact point of the hub. This may provide some insulation if there's any voltage loss due to the lead paint. Now the oh. lead paint thing threw me. I didn't think that it could be because of that, but I did end up going this route, and I and it does it does work now, and it. Yes, it's probably going to be terrible if there's a flat because you'll have to like get the little rubbery <laughs> grommets bits uh-huh. back in perfect order to get the light to work again. So hopefully, um, I mean, generally, hopefully you don't get a flat. But yes, um, I ended up just covering up the the dropouts so that it's not grounding itself out or losing voltage to the dropout somehow. So it must be that. I hadn't thought about the fact that possibly the paint content. I don't know if the dropouts are so painted. That, I'll get back to so, you if one of them not the dropouts are painted. But yes, that is great advice. That is ended up how I went. And and I do have the light working. Uh, I saw good. it work so that, the other day. So the final part from Andrew was along the lines of, you know, just check for any type of corrosion on those electrical contact points because low voltage stuff can like, you know, yeah, any, anything in the way. But look forward all to hearing advice. the solution. I appreciate all the content you put out. I'm looking forward to the ride on Thursday. Andrew, I don't know what ride Andrew's talking about on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not aware. Measure me this. Ahoy, lads. As an Aussie who grew up in Adelaide before moving to the city, beautiful Reno, Nevada, oh. I found my love of cycling and, more importantly, metric measurements from watching the tour down under. Watching the riders go downhill at 100 kilometers per hour was exhilarating. Watching the sprint finishes come down to millimeters is thrilling. And so you can imagine my outrage when Spencer says that inches are better than centimeters. I know this is an age-old debate, 
But I think it's finally dawned on me why Americans still dig their heels in and insist on using inches. It has to be because a sixteenth of an inch is a unit of measurement. <laughs> do you do you think that the entire U.S. system was subconsciously based on measurements being able to be divided into sixteenths as a premonition for all good things to come in the future? Maybe there is yep. something in Little Guy's book about this. I'm sure as hell not going to read that book or do any research. So hoping you guys know the answer. Keep up the good work, James. So this, I, this is not our... I'm trying to think if this is our first ever email from um, the world's biggest little town, Reno, Nevada, home to the Bowling Hall of Fame. Now, Spencer, you're a bowler. Have you made it to the bowling epicenter that is Reno, Nevada before? Uh, I've driven through it. And yeah. I think that's now, what you should do. Uh, well, Reno at one time also hosted the very last two versions of Interbike. And mm. it did have, I believe, the last Cross Vegas was in Reno for one year. I think that that happened. Maybe. I could be wrong. Mm. Um, but anyways, James, thanks for the email. But Spencer, throwing shade back at our emailer by saying just drive through Reno. Um <laughs> You could have gone like just set the cruise control to like a hundred miles an hour, you know, like really lean into the, um, you know, the standard measurements here. Yeah. And we got another one coming to us. This next email comes to us from John Barnes. Hello from the land of the urban arrow. Let's get some things straightened out here. Jumbo is not a sponsor of Visma Lisa bike. <laughs> Yes, it's a stupid name, but they pay the bills and leasing bikes is a big thing in the Netherlands. A Criterium bike race is short and spicy. No time to pee. You would be a lap down. Flanders Classics would never sell to the Saudi and ASO. Is privately owned and is not selling to sports washing Saudis. Wow. This, this is just John just coming with a stream of consciousness. Stream so let's just keep this party going. Yeah. The bike Rob needs for his bakery runs is not a Larry versus Hargy versus Harry cargo bike. The e-bullet would be my first choice for a cargo bike, but it's not practical for most people. I moved to the Netherlands from Seattle three years ago and converted my favorite bike of all time, my grocery getter, the Bianchi Boss single speed, 26 inch mountain yeah. bike. I have that. I said this. Yeah. John, we're, we're one in the same. Why, why are you making fun of me about the Visma? I, I, I basically own this bike. Just a different colorway. Well, yeah. John continues, I have owned some nice bikes. Fat Chance, Yo, Eddie, custom cross bikes. But this 26-inch Bianchi puts the biggest smile on my face. Pelago Rack, bag, get all my grocery shopping done in the Netherlands. Don't ask. Of course the flask has Jameson in it, just in case. Cheers, Jay Berry. This bike looks awesome. It's fantastic. It's got fenders. This is exactly what I was saying. And it has a front rack. It's good. Awesome. Looks, looks, yeah, no, that is that is the way Rob should go. It's the way to get in in, in the know, grocery uh, game. I don't wanna I don't wanna burst you guys bubble or anything, but Rob did text me after the episode came out uh, and was like Hey, those guys were way off base, but you sounded pretty close. What bike should I get? And so I did. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Although the Bianchi single Guess speed right. is a pretty Not cool Not pretending I care about Criterium yeah. racing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Burn the bridge, Rob. It's over with. 
I'll take a free lapse of the rest of your podcasting career. <laughs> hey, uh, Jay Barry, that was an amazing email. Keep those coming. I love these uh, stream of consciousness. Just just wrap nine episodes up into one. Um, this next one comes to us from Stuart. I am most be stupid. Greetings to the three slow keters. <laughs> Always a sucker for an obscure book. I ordered the measure thing from Audible. Yeah, oh my man. god! So first off, good stuff. first off, oh first off, he ordered that. Wow. I haven't started reading it yet, but I'm guessing the little guy would probably like Longitude by Dave Sobel, which I enjoyed reading. Having recently became the victim of a spirit of gravel, where my nose got really close to the gravel and my Oakley nosebreakers lived up to their name. I'm off the bike for a few weeks, a doctor's orders, but plan on joining Spencer on Zwift from my now world-famous pain cave. Or wait, you never posted the picture. Seriously, get the book. Oh, wow. Little guy, you never posted the picture. Oh, I didn't? All pain cave submissions must be emailed to the little guy. Resend them to the little guy. (laughs) That's how we do this. That's how we're always on top of it. I post the non- Case <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I'll, sure. Let me, let me now we have a system. Make a note of this, and, and then get, yeah. This okay, um, yeah, you know, Stuart. Thanks for the email. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that we have someone that is uh, reading those books. Oh, by the way, Maltese Falcon, work of art. Loved it. Loved it. It's it great. Awesome. Uh, I'll check out Longitude. That does look good. It does look right up my alley. Once I get through the library stack, I'll move on to that. What? One. What's it about? About longitude. It's about yeah, longitude probably. It says the true story so I'm, of a lone genius who solved the greatest scientific problem of his time. Little guy, what are you what what are you reading right now? You reading anything good? I'm uh yeah, I'm reading Changes in the Land. It's like a okay. history of What's about? New uh, New England and, and uh the land and, and the way colonists viewed it and the way uh the land has changed. Cool. He's good. All right. Like Spencer, what's on your uh, book table? You always have some good books. I learned last week. Uh, I don't know what's on my book table right now. I think I'm between books at the moment. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of nonfiction, uh, uh, boring books about, you know, programming and stuff lately. So. Okay. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, thanks for asking what I'm reading. I'm yeah, actually between, reading, uh, to, um, well, I, I, I re-picked back up The Power Broker mm, yeah. by Robert Caro, and I'm like, Sounds like a Tim trudging along, doing some... It's one of the greatest books of all time. It's it's amazing. I can only read like two chapters, and then I put it away for a couple months. Um, very dense book about the creation of New York City mm-hmm. and the park superintendent that basically created all types of socioeconomic problems on the <laughs> island um, of both Manhattan and Long Island. Nice and then I did just it. pick up it's a, yeah, it's a very nice way. And I, I should find another way that yeah, basically this guy uh, somehow got all the power to place institutional racism at like the, the finest, the finest levels in a disgusting way, but uh, reshaped the entire Manhattan Island. Um, but I did pick up the trouble boys, the book about the replacements the other day. I've been like looking for this one for a while and I found it at the, the music store in the used section, so I was pretty stoked about that. Um, That's nice. All right. You know Can I say one thing about the replacements? I love yeah. the replacements, and I've liked the replacements all the time, but whenever I read about anything about them, you know, like hear things about them from around they town. They sound horrible. I, I think, what a bunch of dicks. I don't want I would hate these guys, and I think the only reason I like them is because 
I came to hear the replacements like in the mid nineties when they weren't around anymore. And I was too young to like run into them at a record store or a club and be like, these guys look, seem terrible and seem like so irritating. Anyway, that's my story. Cause I remember that... I was at Orifolk Jokopus <laughs> on the last day they closed or when Treehouse closed or whatever. And the owner there was talking stories about them coming in and just like breaking their own records and like leaving. And I was like, God, they sound yeah. terrible. They sound like, sound like horrible people. The, the, so take that, I've, I've read like the first, sake. the first third of the book and yeah, not exactly the best, but yeah. the music's amazing. I mean, yeah, they, some great albums, but <laughs> throw them yeah. under the bus. Well, anyway. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, next week, but we want to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more about our bevy of shows. We'd also like to thank those that find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. And please email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com with all of your questions, advice, and thoughts about the show. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. It's Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Massachusetts reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. Theslowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation.